Data analytics. What's it good for anyways? Well, it's the information that powers so much of modern life, from when your traffic lights change to which players your favorite baseball team are trying to sign in the offseason, and everything in between. Hi, I'm Takara Small, and I'm a journalist, technology commentator, and entrepreneur. In my line of work, I spend a lot of my time thinking about data, how it's collected, how it's being used, and how conscious the average person is about all this. I'm going to be your host of this mini-series from the Conference Board of Canada and Tableau. More so than ever before, the real currency in our global economy is data. But it's only useful if you know what information to look out for and how to analyze it. Over the next five episodes, we'll be taking a wide-ranging look at the benefits and challenges of adopting analytics and becoming a data-driven organization. Throughout this series, we'll try to find answers to all the big questions around data, and maybe even the biggest one of all. My name. It is pronounced data. Oh? You called me data. (laughs) What's the difference? One is my name. The other is not. Is it data? or data. Not even Star Trek could reach a consensus, but maybe we can. To start us off, we've got a really great guest, Ashley Howard Neville from Salesforce. Ashley has the wonderful title of Senior Evangelist at the company, and we caught up with her to spread the gospel of data literacy. We discussed why you should care about data analytics and why it's so important for organizations to become more data-driven. Ashley, thank you for joining me. Uh, We're going to be talking about data literacy today, and it's a pretty massive topic. And by massive, I mean a lot of people don't truly understand what it means. So can you start by defining data literacy and explain it for someone who has no idea what it means? Thanks for having me today. I agree that data literacy is this big, giant topic that a lot of people struggle to put their arms around. When we're talking about data literacy, we're talking about having the knowledge to extrapolate meaning from and communicate discoveries with data. It's about possessing skills necessary to understand, explore, use, and make decisions with data, but most importantly, to communicate with data. Because if you have data and you're making decisions with data, If you can't get other people on board with those decisions, it doesn't matter if you have the data at all. And I think what's really interesting is that people, regardless of, you know, what industry they work in, regardless of kind of their age, we're all interacting with the data around us. And that influences what decisions we make. So in that line of thinking, you know, why should people, not just you and I, because we care about this, but everyone else who's listening, why should they care about data literacy? How does it impact them? Oh, that's a really good question. You know, data is around us all of the time, and it's being used to make decisions for us, whether we know it or not. Um, Just because we may not be interacting with data every day doesn't mean that data isn't influencing our lives. Um, And so if we want to be able to affect the decisions being made around us that have impact on us, we need to be able to participate in the data conversation that's happening. To be able to stand up and say, I don't agree with that opinion. Here's my data to support it. 
or to be able to say, hey, there's a really interesting thing I'm seeing in the data. Let's make sure we bring this as part of the conversation. Data is so important because it really elevates someone from having an opinion to really having the facts. And when you have the facts, you're really able to convince other people on the grounds of your argument rather than your skills of an, being an orator or um, your passion level. I'm really curious about what your role is and how you came to be so experienced in this space. Yeah, I have a really fun job title, evangelist. Um, and a lot of people look at that and they're like, what the heck does that mean? But um, it, what it means is that I get to go out into the industry and really identify where people are struggling and having challenges, where they're being successful. And then I get to go out and lead and commission original research to help us really identify what's going on in these situations so we can advise people around the world about how they and their organizations can use data better. I'm really passionate about this because in my first job out of college, I got thrown into a project using data and I really didn't know what to do. I didn't have a strong background in data. So I can really relate to people about the importance of building data skills because in my first job, it really became a game changer for me when I was able to um, train and improve my own skills. And it was a game changer for my organization when we were able to use this data well. And I become very passionate about enabling others to also get the benefits of data for them and their organizations. And I assume that played into the creation of the Forrester Report, which looked at data literacy across the country. It did. So about five years ago now, we started to notice this trend where organizations were really investing in data technologies, but they weren't investing in their people to make use of those technologies. And that's really driven a whole series of research that our organization has led. Um, last year, we commissioned research that really looked at our, our universities able to meet the demands of data skills that all of the companies have? And the answer was no. Our academic programs really aren't able to equip our workforce for using data. And that meant organizations needed to step up and start training their employees because there wasn't anyone that was going to do it for them. So this research was really about understanding how people are viewing data skills today and how organizations are best able to enable their employees with data skills. I really like what you said in regards to opinions versus facts, because it's very easy to, con to confuse the two, to mix the two, but really data helps inform your opinions so that you have the facts necessary to make the decisions. I'm wondering though, you know, just over the last two years, a lot of people have been inundated with so much data, so much information. I would say perhaps we're experiencing, you know, data fatigue and a recent report from Forrester and consulting service found that individuals and organizations are being asked to analyze and communicate via data all the time. So I'm wondering if you could give me a few examples of, of ways that organizations and just maybe people should approach looking at this type of data. Yeah, we've been for the last 
20 years or so, undergoing this period of democratization of data. It used to be that data was in the hands of a select few people in the organization because it was so hard to get their hands on. It required so much work to get make those numbers make sense. Um, but instead, what's happened is there's been this technology revolution to make data easier to get to. It's actually opened up the opportunities to get data into the hands of more people. And it's been able to get that data in the hands on a timeline that allows them to actually use the data to make decisions. It makes it appear like there's a ton more data around us, but I think this is just a perception rather than the fact that there is actually more data. Um, the companies have often had a lot of this data for years. Many of the employees just haven't seen it. Um, mm. I think a great example is Whole Foods. Um, they've got seven stores in British Columbia and seven stores in Ottawa. And their data used to be really held at their corporate headquarters. And they've made immense investments in the last couple of years for their store managers, their department leads, um, the managers that are running HR at every store to really get the data into their hands to answer the questions that are most important to them. Um, and their particular store, rather than someone up in corporate making that decision for them. What's really important is it's not enough to just get them the data. They need to improve their data skills for every employee so they can make use of that data. Um, and that's what I really think is interesting at Whole Foods is not only did they build dashboards for every store targeted to every employee, um, but they really focused on helping those employees enhance their data skills to make valuable decisions from the data they're being given. So democratizing the data, making sure that not only those who are hidden in head offices or, you know, regardless of where they are in the country, but the workers on the front line have access to it improves com the company overall. Exactly. I think um, we in the Forrester research, one of the most interesting points was that nearly 80 percent of employees say they're more likely to stay at a company when they have sufficient data skills and training for those data skills. But only 47 percent of employees say they've ever been offered data training by their organizations. So their employees really value having the skills. Organizations just haven't stepped up to ensure that their employees will be able to be successful with data. Okay, I find that really interesting. So, you know, employees who are on the front line, you know, individuals who are working in these stores see it as valuable and it helps them do their job better, which is, I think, pretty incredible. I'm wondering if there is a, you know, a manager who's listening to this podcast, if there is someone who's an HR leader who thinks, okay, we need to empower our employees so they can do the same thing, how should they go about doing that? I mean, it, it sounds like it might be like a lot of work, maybe incredibly challenging. It is challenging. One of the other things that the data showed is there's a bunch of sort of finger pointing going on about who's responsible for data skills in an organization. Um, almost all employees say that it's the organization's responsibility to help them learn. And most leaders in organizations say that it's up to the employee. Um, and so most people don't know what to do. They don't even know if their company has data training if they want access to it. Um, and 
there's a lot of really great managers that have taken on the responsibility for their teams to learn data. Um, there's a lot of great sort of independent programs out there, you know, these great programs like Masterclass and Udemy and, and others. But I think where we start seeing the needle really move on organizations is when uh, data training moves from a sort of a departmental focus to a company-wide initiative. Um, now, companies don't have to do that on their own. There's a lot of really great partners out there that will come and help support that. And the reason why it's important and the reason why these company initiatives are so important is because they can really make use of real examples in the organization to help their employees learn in real time. There's nothing quite like feeling like the learning that you're doing is mattering to help employees stay motivated on their data learning journey. I think a lot of people think that, oh, we've got to jump right into statistics. Um, but it really starts at sort of much more basic levels of, can I read a dashboard? Do I understand data visualization best practices to make use of the data that's in front of me that my company is providing? Just bringing data into the conversation in company meetings and a departmental meeting can really help provide context that later when someone goes and looks at a dashboard will help them make more sense of it. So if there's a manager who maybe doesn't have the big support from their company yet, it's starting the conversation and bringing data into the conversation to make it commonplace that's so important. And I like how you uh, use an example of teaching people just to how to you know, read and understand a dashboard. I think there's this assumption sometimes that people will just have these skills or inherently know how to read or analyze whatever tools or platforms are presented to them, which really isn't the case. Uh, what I found interesting in the report as well is that there are businesses like TD Bank who are using, that are using data for their customers' benefit. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, I think that we've been in this period where companies have been collecting data about their customers for a really long time. And I think customers are starting to hold companies um, accountable for the use of that data. They're saying, if you have all this data about me, you really need to help me see benefits directly from that data. So one of the things that TD Bank Group has done is they have 25 million customers and they have aggregated the data across all of those customers to find insights that could be beneficial and helpful to those customers. And then those insights and those opportunities to sort of reflect on how one person, me as the customer, my data might compare across a larger group they're starting to expose that data through their MySpend app to help each customer make better decisions. Um, and so they're able to offer suggestions that can help improve individual spending habits. So each individual customer starts feeling the direct benefits of the data rather than the data just going off into a black hole in the company. And when there starts being this relationship where consumers and customers start getting benefits from companies' use of their data, um, you start seeing a better relationship and trust develop between the customer and the organization, which I think is so important and really missing in a lot of um, customer um, organization relationships today. You mentioned earlier that 
in some companies, managers or employers are looking for ways to learn the skills related to data literacy. Um, they're looking for ways to analyze data from third parties. They're going online. They're signing up for e-programs, et cetera. I'm wondering, is there any danger in that? Is there any downside when there's not a streamlined approach or process you know, provided to employees? There is some danger in that. I think what we saw as an industry 10 years ago was really this trend to go around IT and establish data um, systems to get to the answers because it had been made so cumbersome to get to data in organizations. Now, more and more people have the skills to analyze that data. So if organizations haven't put in place good governance practices and taught the ethics of using data and not just the uh, numerical and analytical skills of using data, then you have some employees that are well-intentioned, but they sort of go off the reservation and how they're using data. And this can open up big risks to the organization. So a really good training program in an organization both enables good data skills, but also teaches data ethics and helps people understand good governance practices with data to make sure that the customer's data isn't exposed or isn't used in a way that would break the trust of the customer. Perfect. And so since we're talking about employees who are looking for, you know, ways to learn these data skills on their own, it kind of brings me to young workers and, you know, older workers who are thinking, hey, I want to improve um, my data skills or I want to boost my experience so I can find work, maybe future proof my career. What lessons, resources or advice would you share with that specific group? So there are a lot of people who really are starting to see data being much more important to their job. One of the things in the Forrester report was that when asked in every department of the organization, over 80% of people in every department said that data was either important or very important to success in their role. So if everyone is feeling this, um, and they feel like they're only going to be successful if they have data skills, but they're not getting those skills from their organization. They really need to look outside of their organization for those skills. Um, some really great ways to go about that are taking part in some of these really great community programs that are offered. Um, here at Tableau, we have great programs that meet every week virtually where people can build dashboards and get feedback. There's normally a data set of the week and you can see all of the dashboards that people across the world have built with that data. And seeing what other people do with data can be a really great way to inspire you to understand how you can use data in your job. A lot of people think data literacy is something relevant for a very select audience, but that's not true. Data literacy is something that everyone uses in their day-to-day -day life, whether they know it or not. So maybe you can tell me a little bit about why it's so important. I think data is so important because it gives us insight and context into what's happening around us. And it enables us to make better decisions. And better decisions, when they add up over time, really have the ability to change outcomes. 
and they can change how we see the world and how we interact with the world. I think sometimes we think that you know, we need these big giant data sets or we need AI algorithms to help us make sense. But sometimes the data insights that we gain that are super small can have huge impact. One of my colleagues recently got some data from a vendor about um, some of the food that and snacks that are provided in our office building. And she had seen a small discrepancy in the size of the bill over time. And so she asked for the detailed data breakdown. And she found that instead of charging us the price of a case of oranges, she, they were charging us the price for a case for each orange. And she was able to, with this data, to go in see the and explore and find an insight and go back and have a much more informed conversation with her colleague. Now, those small decisions over time that may save the organization $100 here or $1,000 here actually do add up in the long term. And it makes people feel much more satisfied with their job, with their team, with their department. Um, people who have high data satisfaction levels in their organization say that they're 97% of the time satisfied with their organization, and they're 97% likely to stay at that organization. So on one hand, you could think of that data as like organizations really need to step up and provide this because we they need to retain their employees. But if we want to have careers at our companies, if we want to make a difference at our companies, if we want to build our skills and jobs over the long term, then it's really important that we start using data because then we'll be much more satisfied because we're having a much deeper impact. And I think that's what data can really be a game changer for is actually in how we relate to our companies and the work that we do. That was Ashley Howard Neville from Salesforce there with some awesome insights into data literacy and how we should all be a little bit more aware of the best way to use the data that's at our fingertips. I want you to keep all of Ashley's great points in mind because next week we'll be diving into the topic of how data can be used for good and to help drive positive social change. This is what you can do with your data. This is how you can bring your data to life and really tell a story about your mission, about how you're trying to change the world. Vanitha Lucas will be our guest on next week's episode, so please join us again, and thanks for listening.